How you doing? Welcome to the Holding Hands and Throwing Fist podcast. I got the mic. And I have the opinions. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Season 3, Episode IV. Season 3, Episode 4 of the Holding Hands and Throwing Fist podcast. That's all you got? That's all I got. <laughs> all right. Just trying to pass it off to you. I'm not, I just freaking got the whole studio set up again. Oh, Jesus, Louise. All right, everybody. Uh, you know we got these new mics. We got really positive feedback so thank you guys for sharing what you don't know is today george made me get headphones too (laughs) yeah that's how legit we are now we got mics and headphones it's awful one day i'm gonna get you on video right so speaking of bellator (laughs) here's the recap from from last week (laughs) um Gegard Mousasi defeated Douglas Lima to win the Bellator middleweight title belt. I did not watch it. George did not watch it. And we heard it was a snooze fest. So way to go, Bellator. (laughs) We love those Thursday night fights. Keep them coming. (laughs) Also, Jake Hagar won. We spoke about him briefly. And my boy, BFF. Not BFF, BFF. You're my BFF. But my boy, Adam Borix, won. How many BFFs do you have? Let's not talk about it. <laughs> All right. Uh, we're also going to recap uh, UFC from last Saturday night on Halloween. It was a spooky night of fights because it was scary and weird and uh, and we didn't enjoy it. So uh, <laughs> Uriah Hall KO'd Anderson Silva, and it was really weird after. Like first uh, two rounds, two, three, two rounds, nothing was really going on. And then some stuff started going on. Uri- Uriah Hall finally uh, TKO'd him. And uh, afterwards, he was like crying, saying, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't want to do that. You're my hero. I'm here I love you. you. I'm sorry. I love you. I'm sorry. <laughs> Please forgive me. <laughs> and Anderson Silva was like, it's okay. <laughs> and Dana White was like, that was whack. <laughs> yeah. When the president of the company says, I'm never going to do that again, <laughs> you know that you were in, a, in for a real treat. Um, and then also Bryce Mitchell uh, beat Andre Feely. Uh, Bryce Mitchell out grappled Andre touchy feely but he paid for it in his blood as uh as I tweeted that night because now actually this is big news for holding hands and throwing fists you do, do you want to tell him or, or should I tell him I have no idea what you're about okay. to say you did the first tweet on holding hands and throwing fists your first tweet on holding hands and throwing fists Twitter I did it was pretty big it was big how did it feel I totally cannot remember what I tweeted about <laughs> <laughs> Um, was it Uriah Hall? It it was Uriah Hall because he's from Queens. Pa- pause. We could do research. Tweet. That was my first tweet ever. And we're back just like that. Your tweet was Uriah. Show us killer Queens already. Hashtag UFC Vegas 12. That was a good one. Oh, I'm really happy with myself. Okay, good. So for uh, our friends and listeners right now, as you guys know, because you guys have been watching the free events on ESPN and stuff, they've been showing tweets in the bottom left corner. And now we have a goal. We need to get holding hands and throwing fists tweets on screen live. Honestly, I think we can. We totally can. It's just just too much. We just need to be consistent with Yeah, we got Instagram, we got twits and stuff like that. And then also the guy who runs ESPN MMA is, do you know? Do you know who? Aaron... That guy? No, New York Rick. He's actually the guy who runs the, the oh, social media. Oh, come 
good. So I'm going to just keep hitting him up nonstop. We he went it. to Bronx Science. So he's going to be like, I see you, Bronx Science. What's up? What's up? And Nick's will just get into the love of Nick's. Ooh, we'll send him the picture of Matthew and Thomas repping the Nick's, and he's going to be all like, whatever you guys tweet, I'm putting out there. 100%. Gots to. Um, so then Bryce Mitchell won, paid for it in his blood, and then he was not happy with the governor of Arkansas for making kids in the school wear masks, but whatever. It's I Arkansas. don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Great news. There's Bellator this Thursday. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Woohoo. Prelims start at 445. That's crazy. Maybe I'll be awake to watch it then. And the main card is at seven. And I have to say, I am actually interested in two fighters on this main card. So the main fight is Corey Anderson. He was let go from the UFC, and this is his first Bellator fight. So I am curious to see him fight. The other person on this card who I would like to watch is Austin Vanderford, Mr. Paige Van Zant. And <laughs> so I don't know, babe. I, th- I feel like maybe maybe this will be the one. All right. And it's on YouTube. So uh, follow us on Instagram and we'll remind you on Thursday when we forget that you could just go on YouTube and watch the Bellator fights that we don't really give a fuck about for free. Friends, will you remind us to watch them Thursday, please? So then we can remind you. Um, there's also some fights this weekend coming up on ESPN2, whatever that means these days. Uh, <laughs> it's all UFC, and it's in Vegas. Claudia Gadela. Claudia Gadeja. Gadelia? I think it's Claudia Gadeja. Okay. Is fighting uh, <laughs> Jan. That's another easy Shaolin. name. <laughs> I just want you all to know I, I decide who, who says did the show what. Notes? <laughs> Uh, fucked him right yeah. good this time. Yeah. Like I give a fuck about Ian Heinish. You 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 go to the church of Ian Heinish. I actually yeah, do so, care uh, about Ian Heinish. Right, I cool. want him to win. We've discussed him before. Who, I feel like we've seen him fight forty seven times. We have, yeah. and I can't remember who he fought last. <laughs> <laughs> We're just full of information today. So but good. you remember me talking about him because he was arrested for crazy like drug oh, that's right. smuggling and turned his life around thanks to Jesus who told him the fight <laughs> funnily enough comes up again later in this episode <laughs> and uh so we want him to win uh Andre Arlovsky is fighting as well that night and uh, if you need to know anything about Andre Arlovsky he fought while we were in college so that was in the <laughs> prehistoric <laughs> MMA days and he's still fighting today so uh got a root for Andre Arlovsky and then in the main event which I'm actually very excited about Tiago Santos who uh, I think his last fight was his loss in a split decision to the uh light heavyweight former light heavyweight champion John Jones I think he won a lot of people think he won uh, I don't think you want, but whatever. Uh, he's fighting Glover Teixeira, who in his last fight whooped the bejesus. Uh, I don't whatever. know if you can whoop a bejesus. I don't know. He whooped Anthony Smith, which was really sad. But that was the headlining fight of our first uh, live experience that we had in Miller Place, right? That was that night, I believe. No. Okay. Well. No, that's definitely false. We were home for that. <laughs> And last part of this recap is we're recording this on election day, friends. Super exciting. We hope you voted, Um, but we're really not getting into politics. 
However, I would like to tell you that if Biden wins, it is rumored that he will have Andrew Yang as a potential cabinet member. Yang has said and even put it as part of his own presidential campaign when he was still in the running that one of his goals was to empower MMA fighters through the Ally Act from 2000. So we want Biden to win. Holding hands and throwing fists endorses Biden because of Yang. (laughs) And that (laughs) empowering means that fighters will be able to negotiate more and their salaries will be out more. And therefore, it won't be like, I don't fight, I don't get paid. Yeah. I mean, we haven't, uh, for. Uh, a lot of our friends and listeners, they might not know, but fighters have it really, really rough. They make freaking less money than broke-ass musicians do. Uh, well, no, we've we've mentioned some of the very, 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 very low salaries of fighters. Yeah, and the fact that they still get paid win and show money. Like, dude, you get paid $2,500. If 20, And that's not even the lowest amount. You get paid $2,500 to show up and only get the other $2,500 if you win, which is like fucked up, man. It's, it's so awful. fucked up. So go Joe Biden. Go Andrew Yang. What do you think, babe? You want to do a top three or top five this week? Well, I mean, we basically just did a top five. So let's stop it and then do the top three. Yeah. I'm thirsty. When you're home on a cool fall day and binge watching your favorite show for the millionth time, nothing is better than enjoying a nice cold Bud Light seltzer. As Tony Soprano once said, Family, they're the only ones you can depend on. Oh! I mean Bud Light seltzer, they're the only ones you can depend on. To to quench quench your your thirst. thirst. Hit him with the top three, babe. All right. Number one in the top three is coming from a place of guilt. Guilt in my heart and mind. We have a lot of listeners and friends who enjoy Halloween. And last episode, we declared our indifference (laughs) to a holiday that many people enjoy celebrating. They wait all year for it. They They do. So... Number one in our top three is telling you about fighters who dressed up for Halloween. Conor McGregor was this weird-ass Joker-Batman hybrid. And he literally called himself out. Yeah. It was pretty silly. Yeah, it was it was dumb. Do you want to be Joker or Batman? Both. Okay, let's go with neither. Alima Leigh McFarlane was a pineapple, and so she was like up there with one of the the uh, costumes I like the most. Clay Guida was the dude from that movie. The, the, the one that you love? I, I saw it. I remember he drinks White Russians. The Big Lebowski. Yes. I wouldn't have remembered that. Uh, Dustin Poirier dressed up with his daughter in a Nightmare Before Christmas theme. Amanda Nunez and Nina Ansaroff both fighters you might remember and they just had a baby they dressed up with this pirates of the caribbean theme and their daughter was a turtle and it was like actually super cute (laughs) michelle watterson dressed up with her husband and her daughter and then michelle watterson had another bear attached to her and 
together they were Goldilocks and the Three Bears, which was also super cute. Pretty sweet. Marlon Vera had the whole Scooby-Doo crew with his fam because he has three kids. <laughs> so we were like, these costumes are getting better and better, right? Next one, Derek Brunson <laughs> dressed up as Jesus. I did not see that. I didn't see it. <laughs> but our winner, faux show. Oh, faux show, faux show. Dominic Cruz dressed up as Ron Dom Burgundy with his dog Baxter. And you all definitely know his dog's name is Dojo. And he's one of our favorite dogs of the MMA he's community. Pound for pound, number one MMA dog in the world. He if you ask is. Me. I mean, just that is definitely on our Instagram page. Um. So, yeah, that was pretty cool. What did you dress up for for Halloween this year? Number two on our top three. All right, so this is more, uh, as the show continues to evolve and we talk less and less about actual fighting and more and more about entertainment and then also just how much you hate John Jones. <laughs> uh, there's video, and I'm, I actually have it pulled up. I wish we could do this for everything, but uh, this is the only thing I decided to do for this week. Someone tried to break into John Jones's cars outside of his house. He had four his four cars outside of his big garage in Albuquerque, New Mexico. And I guess uh he has the ring thing that watches, oh, you know, yeah, your yeah, house yeah. for you all the time. And some thief was trying to get into the cars. Well, John Jones's garage opens up. He ran after the thief who once the door opened was started freaking out and ran away. With a loaded shotgun. Oh, dear. Which is totally legal, I believe, in the state of New Mexico. Yeah, but how can he have a gun license? He's been arrested for drugs and other violent acts, such as running over pregnant women. There's no way he got a fucking license. It's his Second Amendment right, okay? And we're going to. You're sounding a little like Bryce Mitchell right now. (laughs) Well, here, watch the video. (laughs) Oh, gosh. All right, right now I just see an empty you driveway. See this guy right here? Guess it's not empty. I'm uh, thank God I'm not in security. <laughs> <laughs> so he goes up to the first car. By the way, John Jones, you got four murdered out all black on black cars. It's pretty, Wait, so this is cool. This is in this the is garage? Actual footage outside of the garage. So the, so also, John Jones, why are you parking your murdered out cars outside of the garage? What the fuck I is the he, point of a garage? I think he has a then. gym in the garage. Relax. Oh my God. I, I hate a, him. I He's so dumb. He doesn't even too. know how a garage works. See, look, he pressed on the brake, brake lights. He's trying to start the car, see if there's like anything, whatever. And then that there first goes one? the garage door opening. There's the thief running away. <laughs> and look at John Jones running. He's got a shotgun. In oh, his that head. was he was pretty fast. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, I feel like he was also been primed because if you remember, he fought Anthony Smith and he should have lost Anthony Smith because he hit him with an illegal blow. One for sure. One almost. <laughs> um, and Anthony Smith, if you remember, a couple months ago, we told you he actually literally fought a crazy guy who broke into his house and was just like screaming and doing crazy shit. So he had to fight the guy. And John Jones, uh, being a typical troll that he is, um, was talking about how it wouldn't even be a fight if someone came in his house because he would have his gun ready. And I guess he was all, I guess he, he proved he was right. 
No, he didn't. He did nothing. He ran. Well, one more thing before we get to the th- third thing in the top three. We did watch a scary movie. Do you want to tell them about the scary movie? Oh, my gosh. Watched? It's our favorite scary movie. Tell them. We watched Toy Story of Terror. So, yeah, we watch Toy Story of Terror every year. It's pretty horrifying. Uh, oh, my gosh. So many scary things happen. There's a bad lizard in it who... He fucking steals toys and brings them to his owner so the owner can resell these toys online and make a profit. Guess what this motherfucking lizard's name is, Erbody? Take a guess. One guess. Jones. His name See? is Jones. Bad. So we were watching <laughs> the movie. <laughs> I wish I had a re- recording of I you I forgot doing. about that. You're like, what? What the fuck, Jones? <laughs> All right. Top number three in our top three is ending with two fights that were officially booked that we're pretty excited about. Um, I'm going to take the first one. George can tell you about the second one. So Dustin Poirier and Conor McGregor was officially booked, even though I still don't believe it, kind of. But right now it's scheduled for January 23rd. It seems like Conor like only fights on Miranda's birthday weekends, <laughs> which is strange. Um, but Dustin and Connor have already fought. They first fought in September of 2014. So that's six years ago. Connor won that fight, um, TKO punches in round one. But they were both like babies, babies Super then. Babes. Connor was on the come up. For real. And Dustin was just like. He still looks like a little kid, but he w- acted like a little kid then. He was just like super hot-headed and and didn't know how to control his emotions. So, should be interesting. That's what's so interesting about the rematch because Dustin. Well, first of all, they've both gotten so much better. They've both fought for titles, won titles, all this stuff, whatever. Uh, and I'm I don't know, man. I mean, I think I would still probably favor Connor if he's actually training, which he seems like he is. Uh, but Dustin's really fucking good, man. He's really fucking mm-hmm. good. And the reason really why he lost is that was the first time that we really saw Connor do the mental warfare thing. Right. Like he totally in their first fight got Dustin all worked up. Like how like my brother would get worked up before a fight and just be like freaked out and be like, I'm going to fuck you up, man. And then be so tense that you get fucked up yourself for real. But my brother wouldn't do that. Tell them about the other fight. Um, so, super shocking, kind of came out of nowhere and doesn't make sense really, but Israel style Bender Adesanya at 185 pounds, uh, he's the champion over there. He's going up to 205, which a bunch of people have been like, yeah, he's going to go up to 205 and fight John Jones. Well, John Jones gave up the 205 belt. He's moved up to heavyweight because they've had their back and forth and whatever. Style Bender's trolling Jones. Jones tries to do it back. It's it's a whole, whole hot mess. In the meantime, Jan Blachowicz has won the vacated 205 belt from Dominic Reyes. And uh, now Stylebender's going up to fight Jan Blachowicz, which is, like, so weird. Apparently, the number one contender at 185 is Robert Whitaker, and he's not really ready to fight Stylebender just yet. I don't know why. He was, looked great, but whatever. That's his decision. I think Izzy doesn't necessarily want to fight him right now. Like, he, he already beat him. Soundly. Yeah. So... So apparently in today's news, uh, 
Israel Adesanya has said straight up, I want the belt just because I know it's going to fucking bother John Jones. So I love it. And, yeah, I so love it. We Go know in. who you want to win that fight. <laughs> well, no, but I like Jan. So I don't know. That's that's actually going to be a difficult one to to pick who I'd it's like to win. It's going to be pretty hard, but uh, it's still exciting. There's exciting fights coming up down the pipe, so it's pretty cool. And uh, we got just a couple more weeks of all these bullshit fights to round out 2020, but whatever, man. Everybody just stay ready and get through 2020 healthy and safe. Mm-hmm. And while you're staying safe and getting healthy, will you all do us a favor? If you're really, really our friends, saying it isn't enough. Prove it. Ding, ding. Rate us on Apple Podcast app. Give us five stars. If you don't want to give us five stars, we'll take what we can get. But so far, all our ratings came from me. So it would be helpful if other people did it. I did it twice, I think. And Jennifer and Paul did it once. Yeah, You could do it over and over again. I think there's some time built into I know. Into I got app, us up to 11, I think. Yeah. So There we go. Rate us. This episode was brought to you by the American public that don't give a fuck and would rather hold hands than throw fists over stupid back and forth bullshit. Because I believe in America (laughs) and I believe that the children are our future. If we teach them well and let them lead the way and we can let them show all the beauty (laughs) that they have inside. Give them a sense of pride. Cut yourself. I decided long ago never to walk in anyone's shadow. And if I fail and if I succeed, you cannot take away my dignity. Because the greatest strength of all... (laughs) 